Welcome to Podcasting for Coaches. I'm Brittany Felix, and I'm a podcast launch consultant who specializes in helping coaches and consultants utilize the power of podcasting as a way to build brand awareness and generate new leads for their business. I realize not every new coach or consultant can afford to hire someone to help launch their show. So I created this podcast as a way to guide you through the process of launching and utilizing your very own podcast to help you grow your business and reach a new audience of adoring followers and potential clients. If you're ready to get your voice and podcast out into the world, head over to podcastingforcoaches.com to learn more. Welcome to episode 46 of Podcasting for Coaches. I am starting this episode slash interview out a little bit differently. I have heard so many good things about Squadcast, and I have had so many issues lately with various call recorders that I figured it was time to give it another shot. If you've listened to previous episodes of this show, you know that I tried it out a few different times in 2018, three times actually to be specific, and I had a various issue each time that left me feeling not so confident in the service. They are supposed to be out of beta now and have these issues worked out, so I decided it was time to finally give it a shot and be a guinea pig for you to see if this is a viable service that I actually feel comfortable recommending. So this interview that you are about to hear today is my first one that I conducted with Squadcast. I have several interviews lined up over the next few weeks. I would like to record enough interviews with Squadcast that I feel like I have an accurate representation of what the service is really like and what the call quality is like. So again, this episode was recorded with Squadcast. I did record my own audio locally, and it does sound better than what this came out sounding like, but I wanted you to hear it from both sides. I wanted you to hear how the guest and how you as the host would sound. Now, I will say there were a couple of things when Ivy and I, which is my guest for this week, did this episode. She was a little bit confused as the guest in the beginning because there was like a pop-up box and she had to go through the setup of setting everything up. And she didn't necessarily realize that's what that was and that she needed to go through it at first. So that feedback was really great for me. And that's why I'm passing it on to you. If you decide to use Squadcast, I would recommend including in your confirmation and reminder emails that there will be some prompts once they click the link for the call that they will need to go through to make sure that their setup is the way that it should be. There were two other issues that I noticed during this call. The first was that whenever Ivy would laugh, it would clip really bad which means it was so loud that the recording software just literally couldn't record the full range of the sound. However, when she talked, it would be at a a perfectly fine, almost a little bit too quiet of a level. And we tried to make some manual adjustments before we really started with the call on her end, but it didn't really make any difference. There is a meter inside of Squadcast that lets you see how the volume is registering and it goes into the red when it's too loud. And so we tried to adjust it before the call, but it didn't really seem to make a difference. And I couldn't find anywhere inside of Squadcast to manually adjust the settings myself as the host of the call. So I wasn't too crazy about that feature. The other thing that I noticed during the call was that Ivy's voice would become distorted occasionally, which is an indication of a connection issue. Now, I will say as I was going back and editing the episode, I didn't really hear that. Of course, I do listen to it at twice the normal speed. So my guests and I sound like chipmunks. So maybe I couldn't hear the distortion listening to it at that higher speed but it didn't really stand out to me in the end product. So maybe that's just something that I experienced in real time with the call, but didn't get you know actually put into the recording, which is a very positive thing if that's accurate. So I will be paying attention to that going forward as well. I am going to try and hold off beyond just this initial one of my first initial impressions to really provide any further feedback on Squadcast until I've conducted several more interviews. 
but I will let you know at the beginning of each interview what program is being used to record this with. So if we are using Squadcast, I will let you know that. If we are using Zoom, I will let you know that. And if we are using my preferred method as of right now, which is Skype with a multi call recorder is what I use since I'm a PC. So hopefully this will give you a good idea of what these various recording programs can sound like. And again, please forgive me if my quality is not exactly up to par. I am sacrificing the quality of my show so that you, the listener, can really get a better understanding and make a more educated decision for your own podcast. With all that said, let's go ahead and jump right into the interview with Ivy LeClaire. This week's guest is Ivy LeClaire, who is a certified business and anxiety coach who specializes in helping leaders hone their inner game so they can achieve their biggest professional and financial goals. She is the host of Mind Climate, a podcast for folks who want to turn their headspace into a place fit for a destination vacation. Ivy is also a nationwide facilitator and expert in the realm of change, transformation, and success. After spending four years in Berkeley, California, building a multiple six-figure motivational speaking and coaching business, she's returned to her hometown and founded Shine on Wichita, a company dedicated to creating community, prosperity, and happiness for business owners in Wichita, Kansas. So that's Ivy's formal bio. My personalized bio for Ivy is that she and I have been working together for quite a while now. Ivy and I worked together on her original podcast, Motivational Millennial, and we are now working together on Mind Climate. So Ivy, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate you taking this time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm so grateful for having you as a partner to (laughs) continue creating all of this amazing content. Every week, I'm like, I wouldn't be able to do this without Brittany. (laughs) She makes this magic happen for me. So I'm happy to, to be here talking about that magic. Well, I really appreciate that. And I love getting to work with you as well, because I think your podcast, I mean, I loved the first one to begin with, because obviously I'm a millennial, but this <laughs> new one, I love that you're diving into these deeper subjects. It's not, you know, you're just speaking to millennials about like their businesses and things like that, but you were really getting into some deep stuff on the show and helping people improve their headspace, as you call it. And I think that's so fantastic and so needed today. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. You know, I love it because when we talk a lot about our headspace or when we talk about mental health or stuff that we've got going on internally, we don't talk a lot about how to use personal development tools and spiritual tools to shift those spaces a lot. But I have found in my own personal life that the spiritual perspectives and teachings that I have learned and really engaged in have really amplified the therapeutic work that I've experienced throughout my life. And I'm so passionate about this because I had generalized anxiety disorder for over 15 years from the time I was in middle school. And it was really a series of therapy, of personal development stuff, of my own journey and growth, and then just engaging in a number of different spiritual perspectives, which is why I love Mind Climate, because it shares these perspectives from multiple different traditions and how those little tips and tools can really shift your headspace and the way you're feeling about life just in the moment. Yeah. And I love that you brought up that it's kind of these different components because that's what I've noticed just in working on your show is that you don't just talk about it from a go to therapy standpoint or from Mm -hmm. a, oh, God solved all my problems standpoint Mm -hmm. or from a, well, you need to take these steps and then you'll be fine and you're okay. Like it's really a combination. I know. (laughs) It's really a combination of all of these different things because human beings are complex. There's Mm -hmm. not going to be 
one system or one thing that is going to help somebody, you know, with something as big as some of these, you know, mental challenges, maybe we'll say, I don't really like the word issues, but right. you know, these, these different things that they have to overcome. Experiences, growth opportunities. Experiences. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> this yeah. is why it's your show and not mine. <laughs> and I love that you dive into all these different things because you do have a little bit of those. I mean, you've had guests who have come on and talked about it from a spiritual angle and you do provide, you know, actionable tips for people to take for the following week, whenever you do your, you know, your solo episodes, which I know is something And we can go into this as deep as you want or not, but I know that your solo episodes have been a little bit of a challenge for you. You're not new to podcasting. You did Motivational Millennial. Mm -hmm. I can't remember off the top of my head how many episodes you guys had. So you had two seasons. So you've done this and you're used to interviewing people. But these solo episodes that you've started introducing in these audio workshops in this new podcast, I know personally just from working with you have been a little bit different for you and uncomfortable for you. So do you mind talking about what that experience has been like and how this podcast, even though it's only a couple months old at this point, has already helped you with working through that uncomfortableness? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, (laughs) it's so interesting because the format of Motivational Millennial was interviews and also content-based but it was co-hosted. So Mm -hmm. I was like having a conversation with my friend about content. Uh, It's totally different when you're delivering content on your own. And then there's all of these reckonings in a way when you are listening, (laughs) listening to it. I've done a really good job. I'm very proud of myself because I've listened to every content-based episode because I really do want to learn how to be consistent, how to be really clear, how to grow and all of those things. And I'm, and I'm learning that the patterns of speech and the patterns of expressing myself that I feel produce a better type of podcast or something that's much more listenable for people who are going to be listening to me speak and share stories and share these tools for 20 to 30 minutes or so, those skills that I'm developing are helping me talk about my business and talk about my work in person, right? Mm -hmm. It's interesting because there are actually two ways that producing this content has helped me in my business. One of them is, as I mentioned, helping me to learn how to talk about my business in person and to feel confident and to notice when maybe I'm having circular speech patterns or some of the parasitic phrases, things like that, that come up. It becomes so much more obvious when you're listening to a recorded podcast of yourself doing that. And while in conversation, though, some of those things are less noticeable, I think that the practice of recording something that's going to stay firm and that is going to be content that's out there forever, that practice of getting it really solid, getting it really clear is going to really increase my expertise and my credibility in person and just the power of my language and the power of the words that I'm using. The other element of that is just being comfortable with my ideas and my thoughts and my voice being heard and being valid, right? It's so interesting because (laughs) like, if I go to a spiritual talk or sermon or something, and the person is telling about a particular topic, 
But then they start talking about their personal lives and like sharing some cool stories that relates to the topic. Like I'm never sitting there like, oh, when are they going to stop talking about themselves? You know, <laughs> like I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I really appreciate that because it helps me understand some really abstract concepts. Right. But mm-hmm. I've noticed, at least especially at the beginning, I'm getting a little bit more comfortable with it. But I would start to have a sense of know, inner critic and fear come up around like, are people going to just be tired of hearing like the sound of my voice and my <laughs> stories? And I'm like, you know, that is a, that's not accurate. I really became aware of this when I was in a reading group on the book Playing Big by Tara Moore, which is geared toward women and helping women understand the ways in which they're accustomed to censoring themselves or to not playing boldly or to not speaking with clarity and confidence and just being so much more cautious all the time. I became aware of that and was like, okay, I'm going to shift this. So the podcast has become a way for me to really practice reinforcing everything that I'm sharing. A lot of times Mm -hmm. the lessons that I teach are what I am reminded of myself in the moment and what I really need to know and be grounded in. It's helping me hone my expertise. It's helping me gain confidence in my own sense of value and what I know and my knowledge. And so it helps me to show up in my business and in the world in a different way, because I'm saying, this is just me and I stand on my own and you know, this is who I am and you can, you can take it or leave it, you know, like really like, you know, I'm trying to bring forth this essence of living life unapologetically, which is one of the episodes I did, which was a really challenging episode (laughs) for me to do. I was like, oh gosh, what are people going to think? But then I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be unapologetic. But you know, it's like, (laughs) like in reality, we teach what we need to know more of, you know, we really, Mm -hmm. we really do. Yeah. And I love that you take that approach. So I know there are a couple of different points in there that I want to talk about, but mm-hmm. I know that you said you feel like no one's going to want to listen to you. Like, oh, just be quiet because you're sharing these personal things. And I've noticed that you do seem to be sharing a little bit more of those and incorporating those into your episodes a little bit more organically now. And I think I maybe, you know, cause I sometimes give notes on what I think about particular episodes, mm-hmm. like just from a listener standpoint, not necessarily, you know, the editing. And I love those episodes where you share these personal stories because it really helps a listener, I think, at least me, uh, you know, as a listener, not editor, to feel like, okay, she gets it. I can trust her advice in this moment because she understands. It's not just, oh, well, she, you know, read in a blog post that this is what I need to do. And now she's telling me because she's supposed to be the expert. Like, you really live this. (laughs) You go through this every week. And it's amazing because you can come at it from such a real authentic place. And I think that comes across in the show. So I know that you talk about like your stumbles and these circular speech patterns and these types of things, but (laughs) which let's, yeah, work on improving a little bit of those. I'm doing so much better. I'm speaking a lot more slowly and yes, you are. (laughs) But also a part of that is just you. And so I think (laughs) it's finding that, finding that balance of, you know, improving the overall quality for your listener, because yes, they don't want to listen to somebody ramble on for 20 minutes (laughs) when the content's really only eight minutes long, not saying you do that just in general, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) but then also letting it still be your real true personality. Because as you've mentioned, you have had this general anxiety disorder. And I think that a lot of your patterns are a result of that. And it's not going to go away. I would imagine not being any sort of an expert here that it's never going to go away. You're always going to be having these 
not necessarily consequences, but just these results and how you go about things because of that experience. Thank you so much, first of all, for just acknowledging what you're hearing as a listener. And you know, I appreciate that too, because I've been to several presentations recently and it's amazing because the presenter is sharing really amazing content, but I am craving personal stories. Like they're, yes. they're talking for like an hour and they're sharing really great, clear content. And you're like, you can tell this person has a lot of knowledge about it, but especially because a lot of this is very abstract. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain. And so I just, I'm like craving like, what does this look like in your life though? Like, can you right. tell me a juicy story wherein <laughs> you like used this skill to change your life, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, to the other piece, I, yeah, I do think that there's probably some residual stuff that is a result of patterns in my mind and, you know, trauma and other experiences that I've had throughout my life. But I also think that, a lot of this is just normal. Like, I actually think that that's just everyone, you know, that's why I think coming up with this concept and sort of coining this term of mind climate was really important to me because I want people who don't necessarily identify or think of themselves as needing to be diagnosed or something. It's just a human being, right? It's, Mm -hmm. It's literally what it's like to live life. You know, that's what the Buddha talked about 6,000 years ago is the experience of being a spiritual being, having a human experience, meaning there's always stuff going on in our heads. Like that's what I was talking about a long time ago, right? This is just, this is normal. And so having insecurities, having fear come up, having, you know, doubts and all of that is normal. And what I just try to remind myself all the time is that what matters is that I am showing up. And Mm -hmm. that I'm not giving up and that I'm allowing myself to grow and I'm giving myself that space to make mistakes and to learn and to hone my skills because that is really what is going to make you successful. You know, I talked about in my Mm -hmm. bio being an expert on change, transformation and success. And it's such an interesting, again, kind of abstract expertise to have. It's it's different than, you know, like mechanical engineering or something. I mean, I guess, right. I mean, I guess that has a lot of math and that's like very abstract <laughs> in that way, but it's not particularly concrete in terms of product. But in reality, there is a formula and there is a thing that happens when we start to push ourselves beyond the comfort zone. It's a normal pattern for everyone. And the people who are really successful in their own lives and however they define it are the people that are willing to make mistakes, willing to fail, willing to put mm-hmm. themselves out there. And that's why, you know, people creating podcasts, I think is such an amazing thing because, you know, we are creating something that we're deliberately putting out there for people to witness, mm-hmm. right? I mean, right. I've written lots of poems that are just sitting in a folder that no one is ever going to see for my entire life, right? Like there's a lot of creating that we do that we, that we hide. But, mm-hmm. you know, podcast is like, we're creating and here it is, everyone in the whole world. You have access <laughs> to this, you know, yep. and it's, it's a really brave thing to do, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate you bringing that perspective to it because a lot of people 
are just really intimidated by the idea of hitting record on a microphone and putting it out there into the world. And I love that you said you, you know, kind of give yourself an allowance to make these mistakes. And actually, episode 43 of this podcast that I just released a couple weeks ago was literally titled The Mistakes I Still Make After Nearly 300 Podcast Episodes. <laughs> because I have, I have been doing this for over three years now, and I still make mistakes, I feel like, in every single episode. So yes, you can try to improve and try to get better, but know that like, I don't care who you are. You're always going to make mistakes, like Mm -hmm. period. That's just the nature of being a human being. And it's just a matter of whether or not you choose to, A, give yourself, you know, the ability to accept that. And then B, whether you're going to use those as growth opportunities, like you like to say, or whether you just kind of ignore them. Because I think there's a difference in accepting a mistake and learning from it and accepting a mistake and just saying, well, that's just who I am. And then not really trying to, you know, improve in any way. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> I think this is a perfect this is a perfect opportunity because as you were talking about mistakes on episodes, I'm thinking, okay, one of the b- biggest mistakes that I made on an episode <laughs> was when, was when I was recording an interview with someone and I forgot to hit record on my end and then I was oh, like, yeah. "Oh crap, I forgot to hit record on my <laughs> end just now for this one we're recording." <laughs> And I'm like, thank goodness you're recording this. I've hit record. Now I'll have the last 30 seconds of this on my end. <laughs> Hopefully everything turns out well. But but again, you know, like that's not stopping us, you know. And right. it's so important because if we told ourselves that we had to be perfect, that we had to come out completely shiny and polished and everything before we ever did anything, I mean, we wouldn't. We'd never leave the house, you know. And right. that's it's so important that we recognize as we do our podcast, as we build our businesses, that we know the more that we go out there and put whatever we're creating out in front of those people, the more we get feedback and we can tweak it and we learn and we grow and we hone it. That's what makes business so beautiful to me. And one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about business and it's Yes, it's because I love freedom and I love (laughs) like wealth consciousness and like the possibility of what that means. But let's be real. When you have a lot of freedom, it's a lot of pressure to stay focused and to do everything, you know? (laughs) Yes, you you have the possibility to make as much money as you can, but you also are responsible for making your own money in that way, Mm -hmm. you know? So yes, I love those aspects of it. But the main reason that I love business is because it calls you forth to grow, right? Businesses Mm -hmm. always transform. They're always evolving. They're always growing. And that's what makes the most successful one successful, whether you are a solopreneur or a big startup, you know, that's the nature of it. And just like human nature, as we grow and we transform and we get to see the world differently and in new ways, our businesses are able to grow in the same way. They're organic in a way. And they're only able to grow as large as we're able to grow with it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I kind of think that's a fantastic place to wrap up here because I could not agree more and I certainly could not have said it better. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, brush my shoulder off. <laughs> exactly. You got it. You nailed it. <laughs> so Ivy, why don't you tell us where people can find Mind Climate and Shine On and just a reminder for anybody who wants to take a listen to these resources or take a look at uh, Ivy's websites, there will be links in the show notes as well. You can go to podcastingforcoaches.com, click on the podcast tab in the main menu, and then just go to episode number 46. But Ivy, what are some direct ways people can get in touch with you? 
So I'm primarily on Facebook. If you want to connect with me via social media at ilaclair, and it's I-L-A-C-L-A-I-R. You can find Mind Climate at www. <laughs> www. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, there are three W's before this. Um, <laughs> mindclimatepodcast.com. And that is hosted on my website that is thrivebeyondanxiety.com, which has been my main focus in business and anxiety coaching. For Shine on Wichita, at the time of this recording, I am still in the process of building a website for it. It's a brand new baby business and I'm excited about it. But hopefully, you know, if you listen to this in the future, it will be up and it will be shineonwichita.com will be the URL for that. Perfect. Well, and we'll make sure that we update the show notes once that is live. So if you are listening to this in the future and it's already live, you should be able to access that on my website in the show notes. So Ivy, thank you so much. Everyone go check out Mind Climate. It's awesome. (laughs) And I hope that you have a fantastic week. Thank you. This is amazing. And that wraps up another episode of Podcasting for Coaches. If you'd like to connect with me further, get additional free resources, receive updates on this podcast, and connect with other coaches and consultants who are using a podcast for their business, I'd like to invite you to join the Podcasting for Coaches community on Facebook. You can either search for Podcasting for Coaches community on Facebook to find it, or you can use the link that's in the show notes for every single episode of this podcast on my website, podcastingforcoaches.com. 